In this episode of the Explore Information Security Podcast, why contributing to the InfoSec community is important. Welcome to the Explore Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring why contributing to the InfoSec community is important. And in this podcast, I want to talk about that. Um, this is a solo podcast, so um, something, just a topic that I haven't really seen anybody else talk about a lot, but is an idea that I had for a solo podcast. Um, and that's because I've seen like a lot of benefit for um, contributing to the community and really making things better. It's helped me both my career advancement, but also and you know kind of helping the community be better and be stronger and uh the more people we can bring in um the more uh i think it benefits the industry just as a whole with that let's let's get right into it and i want to i want to start by kind of talking about how i started contributing cuz i didn't in the beginning so very on and early in my career, I was a network administrator, so I hadn't gotten into the security field yet. And a lot of my time was spent playing video games. Uh, this was before I had children, but even after when I started having children, I was still putting a lot of time into video games. I was putting you know, my eight hours in a day or seven and a half, because you worked for the state of South Carolina, and I only had to work a seven and a half hour long day. Um, but I did that. Uh, you know, found some, some, you know, I, I guess I enjoyed the work enough. It wasn't like drawing me in where I wanted to like do more. Um, but I was learning a lot on day to day and then I'd go home and just hang, you know, uh, hang out with friends or just sit at home and play video games, uh, probably for four to five hours. I was into world of Warcraft and, um, I, continue to be into World of Warcraft for several years, uh, even after that. Um, I eventually did get into uh, blogging and podcasting for a website called The Crawfish Boxes, which is a Houston Astros blog on SB Nation. And, you know, I did that for actually several years. I, I started in 2010 and I kind of just called it quits in 2015. A lot of that was I realized that I wanted to use uh, some of the things I was contributing to that field and kind of uh, move that into InfoSec. So that when I quit, into, I got my first InfoSec job in 2012. And um, I, so I still did some of the Astros podcasting stuff, uh, blogging stuff, still contributed there. I was actually making a little bit of money at that point. So uh, when you're working for the state of South Carolina, you don't make a lot of money. Um, and I think that's pretty safe to say for a lot of state state agencies across the country. But um, so even like the hundred extra bucks I was getting as a part-time thing was, um, was helping a little bit, particularly because when we had our second child about a year after that, my wife quit her job. Um, so, but I was also going to school at the same time. So I was balancing all this different stuff. I don't know how I did it uh, back then, but I was in my in my twenties, so had a lot more uh, vigor and I guess maybe grit, you could say. I don't know. Um, but it it you know, and I was going to school for a media arts degree. So at one point, I thought I was going to go into the media arts field. Uh, that was until I got my first security gig and realized that. 
media arts, as much as I love doing it and, and love contributing to it, it was a very competitive space and the pay there was not very good. I mean, you got paid if you were a very, very good uh, or, or very popular, you know, uh, pretty much media personality. So that's either writing, blogging. Uh, this was a lot of this was before Twitch TV came out. Um, so, you know, you see a lot of people doing that YouTube, things like that, but there's a lot of effort that puts into it. And I had, I had two kids, um, and a wife to support. So that, that just, you know, we could have done it, but it would have been struggle, uh, you know, month to month, uh, paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, I, I I got into security and that drew my interest a lot more than networking did. So I, and I really saw, you know, even at that time, it's still, still today, it's seen as a, you know, a pretty well-paying field and, you know, hurting for, you know, a lot of job opportunities there. Um, so looking for something wouldn't be too difficult. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of made the decision that it, it just made more sense to support my family to to kind of shift into the security field. And in 2015, after graduating from the University of South Carolina with a degree in media arts, I shifted um, a lot of that effort that I was putting into the Astros into my my career. Um, and I can say that was a very, very good decision. I was still kind of doing stuff. So in 2013, uh, late 2013, I went to my first B-Sides, which was in Charleston. Uh, from that, I, me and a buddy started up uh, a local security user group in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I also was doing some podcasts at the time. Uh, I started doing pictures and, and going to other B-Sides events. I found one of B-Sides Nashville, which was f- pretty far for me for, for living in Columbia, South Carolina. But I had a buddy there. The Astros were in town. And surprisingly, like the South Carolina Gamecocks came to play <laughs> at the same time. So I took like a four-day week or I took two days off like Thursday, Friday and, and went down early and uh, watched some watched some baseball, went to a security conference. And, um, you know, so it was kind of an all-inclusive weekend. But that kind of really set me on the path of contributing at a bunch of different places. And as I volunteered and went to more and more conferences and shot pictures, I got to know more and more people and really built up my network. Uh, in fact, I don't shoot pictures a whole lot anymore unless I'm specifically asked to shoot pictures. Um, right now, uh, the only place that has asked me is, is B-Sides Indy. Uh, otherwise, I'm usually going for speaking or I'm attending or, you know, I'm, uh, I think this year I want to pick up training and I've, I've submitted a workshop to a couple couple places to, to hopefully, um, you know, improve that skill. Uh, but, you know, so, so it's, it's, it's really helped um, in moving my career forward, learning new skills, things like that. Um, and that's, you know, that, that's pretty much my story. So I didn't contribute right away. It wasn't until I got into security and, and really saw kind of some of the benefit of that. And, and a lot of that I saw because I was seeing some benefit out of being an Astros blogger and podcaster. So, you know, we had opportunities to interview players, personnel from the front staff or from the front office staff, got to know them a little bit, got to meet them in person. Cause I, you know, I'd go to spring training. We'd go to minor league uh, ballparks whenever the Houston Astros were playing someone near us. Uh, and you know, that, that, you know, I got to scout people individually. And, you know, so we got a unique pr- perspective on stuff. As an example of that, I have, you know, things like, 
the Astros, Jeff Luno, the, the GM of the Astros, because I was blogging and podcasting, he followed me on Twitter. He was, I mean, he was doing a lot of, a lot of that kind of stuff. He was very social media savvy GM, but even still, it's like I've DM'd him to like get a, get an actual correction on his name because people cannot figure out how to say Luno, not Lunao, but Luno, um, Anyways, uh, you know, so I've gotten to know people in the front office, gotten to know some players, some players that have made the major leagues. I have interviewed on my podcast before. Um, I've had the opportunity to go down and shoot pictures in spring training for the website. And I actually, this past October, when the Astros won the World Series, I got to send a picture around of, of one of the pitchers who was pitching in the World Series, you know, signing a ball for my daughter, which was which was really awesome to, to, to kind of see. Um, some of the other things I've done is, is I've gotten to know media personalities and I've been interviewed on, uh, SNY, which is a, a sports, uh, network in New York. So I've been on there. I've been on other people's podcasts. I have, uh, gotten to know some sports writers and I've been on, um, I, I've been quoted in the Houston Chronicle, actually surprisingly for, for InfoSec stuff when the Astros got preached. Um, I knew the, the beat writer there and, and, uh, he wanted my opinion on some stuff and was looking for some quotes. So I am in the Houston Chronicle for that kind of stuff. So I saw all that and I was like, you know, if, if, if I apply that, I could potentially see some benefits to, 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 to getting some of the benefits from there in the infosec field. And that's, that's largely what it, what it has been is, is I've gotten to meet a ton of different people, 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 um, you know, about on Twitter and, and, uh, at conferences and, and things like that, but also people you may have not heard about. So it, it, it's, it's opened me up to, to some interesting people who are doing some amazing things that you may have not heard about. And I've tried to have some of these people on the podcast before, especially when they've got a knowledge that, you know, and I can see their passion and whatever that really helps, um, helps me with, with my my content, but also, you know, getting, getting to know these people's really benefited me and, and, and that I get, uh, to go ask them questions about different things. In fact, I've been hitting up people on, on, uh, in Twitter DMS for a particular topic that we're looking to dive into at work. So, um, and I guess this is a good point to, to, to move into, you know, why it's beneficial. And, you know, again, as I said, it, it's the networking, it's getting to, it's getting to know people in the field. It's, um, you know, and I'm in my, I'm in my dream job right now. And that's, that's largely because of two different things. Um, well, two different people. One is someone that I had helped start up the OWASP Columbia, South Carolina chapter, uh, and a B-Sides Nashville organizer. Um, the B-Sides Nashville organizer was looking for someone to fill their role. And they told the person that I knew it, and I just happen to know both of them, but they, they, they told the person who I started the OWASP chapter up with. And I think a few months later, I got the oper- I got the job in Nashville, ended up moving my family. Um, and it, I can tell you, it, it's one of the best moves I made. The, the last year, I've been there for about a year and a half now, almost two years, and it has been one of the most amazing experiences I, I've been able to do what I've wanted to do, which is get into application security, despite not having development background. Um, a lot of the reason why I got hired and, and why the develop the development director knew I didn't have a development background, but was willing to give me a shot is that he saw my contributions on uh, my resume. That's what impressed him the most. I was doing photography. I was speaking, I had a podcast and I was doing that pretty regularly. Um, and, and, you know, so that kind of just showed a lot of, uh, my passion and, 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 
you know, uh, that goes kind of into the benefit of career advancement. I'm getting these opportunities and I throw this stuff on my resume and it, it's, it speaks more than certificates. I have some certificates. I have a, I have a GSEC, uh, from SANS or the, the GAC, not SANS, but it's SANS course that leads into a GAC certification. Um, I had network and a plus at one point that those have since expired because keeping up with those don't really benefit me as much. Uh, but that's largely it as far as security. And my degree is media arts. So, uh, you know, not necessarily help me along that path, but, um, I do have a degree and, and, um, you know, it, the, the, the contributions have been just so much more. And, and, and so, so that's, you know, networking career advancement. I also get to learn new skills. So talking with people is one of the best way to learn something new or hear about a new technique or tool that you haven't ever, you know, heard of, um, or if, again, if I'm trying to learn something new, I have a set of resources I can go to and ask questions. And these are people that have done this and can kind of help me miss some of the pitfalls within there. Um, and then finally, the last benefit is that it just, it just makes the community better. If, if someone were to ask me what my greatest accomplishment is, it's starting up the, uh, the, the Columbia, South Carolina, local security user group, Colasec. Um, we, we started that up because we went to a B sides and we're like, man, this is awesome. And we want to start our own B sides, but we're like, let's, let's try doing just a month to month local user group meetup. Cause there's a lot of effort that needs to go into a conference. And so we started up the, the local meetup and, and we've seen it grow. We've, we've, we wanted to connect with our peers, uh, in, in the town, but we also found that we had a lot of people interested in security who, who haven't found their way in yet. And since then, we've got people into security jobs. We've had people get Security Plus certified, um, and you know we've gotten people in front of others to to speak and teach others and and go start going down like getting out to more conferences and speaking. And that just helps the community. Everybody's got a unique voice, a unique experience, something unique and useful to say. And so now we're helping contribute to the community and just, just making it a much better place. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to contributing to the community. How to get started. Well, uh, you've heard me talk about some of these things. I, I, my first, uh, my second security conference was B sides and B sides Nashville to be precise. And I, I shot pictures there and that's because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to walk up to people. I, I still kind of hesitate to just walk up people and start, start up a conversation or, or introduce myself. I, I feel like I can do that a little bit more now, but back then, especially it was like, I was terrified of walking up to people and meeting them. Um, if you, if, if someone came up and talked to me and, and, you know, struck up a conversation, I usually could keep it going. I mean, once he, once he got me out of my shell, I was, I was pretty good from then on. Um, but, but shooting pictures allowed me to do something productive, but also get to know some of the organizers. And that's, that's been the same with, uh, volunteering, speaking, uh, doing, doing other stuff. Um, you notice that on my podcast, I'd like to have a lot of conference organizers, organizers on to promote their stuff that allows me to get to know them a little bit better. And, and, um, you know, as well as help them promote a conference and maybe get the conference out to somebody who has never heard about them before. 
Um, you know, so those are some of the things I've done. You, you don't necessarily have to go down. You don't have to pick up a camera. You don't have to start podcasting. You can, you can do whatever you really enjoy doing. Um, we started up a gamer sec. If you really like playing video games, like I do, you can, uh, go there and start contributing there. You can set up a game night. You can, uh, board games are a good one. One of the great things, speaking of this is that, um, at, I recently went to code match, which is a developer conference. And one of the awesome things I saw there was that they had a room dedicated to board games i would love to see that in a security conference and and uh the only thing stopping people from doing that is the organizers just having someone that will run it organize it and put it together um so i think you know that's something i've seen people make a quilt and put it up for auction at the conference and that that then went to charity you know you've got hack for kids you've got um block picking stuff um whatever you're interested in people are doing music within security music focused solely on that maybe we can get someone that just makes gifts um i don't you know it's kind of uh, open to whatever you're interested in and whether or not you can apply that in there um you know people running capture the event or you can just go volunteer and 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 start there and kind of see how how that side goes what what i like about volunteering is you get to feel a little special you get a special shirt you get a special badge you get to access to areas that most people are restricted from um that's not a challenge for people but uh that is that is something that you know you're also helping the organizers run a conference that most oftentimes they're running at for no money at all. They're not making money off this stuff. So it really helps her. And, and again, you get to know people and that can just lead to, to so many oper- other opportunities. Um, so I, you know, whatever it is, and, and I'd love to hear from people if they have a creative thing that they can come up with, that they can, they can contribute. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, at a loss for what it is, but there, there are just, so many different things out there that you you could be doing to to you know help start getting involved with the community and, and one making it a better place, um, but two really helping yourself and advance your career. So uh, that's that's pretty much it. Again, the benefits of contributing to the, to the community are, are networking. You can learn some new skills. Definitely career advancement, and really it makes the community better. Um, when we can learn from each other and you bring, everyone brings a unique perspective. So don't feel like, don't get that imposter syndrome on me. There's, I have a podcast I recently did on that, but um, everyone has something they can contribute to make the community better. Um, and again, how to get started, um, photography, podcasting, speaking, just straight up volunteering, um, whatever else you think you can contribute to the community, I implore you to do it. So um, that's going to pretty much do it. I am actually looking at changing the outro a little bit. We're going to we're gonna try some things uh, out to see if I can't make it a little more seamless. TimothyDblock at gmail, timothy.dblock at gmail.com. Twitter is at TimothyDblock. Um, show notes. And I wrote a blog post on this, which kind of reiterates my points and covers some stuff. Uh, it goes into it a little bit more than I've gone here. Um, so check that out show notes are at timothydblock.com forward slash eis that's pretty much it have a good one